Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time for the Travis Thomas Show on Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. Ah, here we go, baby. Yes, it's always great to be back with you on the airways. Like I always say, I'd much rather talk with you than at you. So get in here. Give me a call because we're coming in hot on this Sunday afternoon. I'm going to give the number now. We're talking football, baby. 617-779-7937. Listen, once training camp starts, football season starts. I mean, I hear people say, well, you know, we had to get through camp in the preseason and then the season starts. Sure, the regular season starts in September, but football is back. Once camp opens, all bets are off. We could talk football all day long and we will. Travis Thomas experience on social media. I'm on Instagram and X, I guess. (laughs) Twitter, X, whatever's going on there at Travis Thomas experience. Get in here. Let's talk football. By the way, perfect weather today. I mean, are you kidding me? So yesterday was Jekyll and Hyde. I did the family thing. In fact, Jekyll and Hyde is a perfect way to not only describe the weather from yesterday, but my life. So listen to this. It's beautiful out. It's nice and hot. I say, you know what? I'm going to take the fam to the beach. So we went to uh, Revere. And there was like a sandcastles competition, right? And I, you know, I have young kids. Yeah, they have that every year. I, oh. I live up on the North Shore. It's like a huge sand sculptures, basically. It's, it's not like a, it's not like a standard sandcastle. This is, is like they literally carve it. It's amazing. And in fact, you know, look, listen, you and I, we're creatives, right? But I look at that and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, how? Are you able to make a giant King Kong out of sand? It's unbelievable. So my kids have fun at that. We're hanging out at the beach. And then, uh, the, the, you know, you know how it goes, right? Those clouds, those ominous clouds start rolling in. I'm like, uh-oh, we got to get out of here. Boom, the skies open up. As we all know, it's like Armageddon storm last night. But here's why I say my life is Jekyll and Hyde. So I was perfect family man at revere all day sandcastles competition hey if you've been there 617-779-7937 call up i was fascinated by it but then i get home storms open up skies open up put the kids to bed and i watch just sanction violence all across the board last night great boxing 
UFC, you name it. I mean, what a beautiful day yesterday. So if you checked out any of the fights as well, you always have a home here. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media. Now that that's over, training camp, full effect. And I'm just like you. I don't see this being some great Patriots seasons like we've seen in the past. But I actually think this season's going to be Groundhog's Day. Here's what I mean. I think it's going to look almost identical to last season. In fact, I was thinking about this coming in today. Let me walk you through my best and worst case scenario for this team. And I think you'll be surprised at just how thin the margin for error is, right? So I'm I'm coming in this morning, and of course, I'm forever an internal optimist. So here's a best-case scenario. I do think one of these veteran running backs will join in for the ride. They tried for Dalvin Cook. It's looking like that's going to be a Jets situation. They're trying for Zeke. We'll see. Personally, I don't even think Zeke has anything left. I think he's washed. But it's obvious to me that Bill and the gang want a veteran running back. So I wouldn't be shocked. Don't get Dalvin Cook. Let's say for the sake of conversation, they don't get Zeke Elliott. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't kick the tires on Leonard Fournette. But ultimately, if you really want to make some waves and make an impact on what I think is going to happen this season, you got to pick up the phone, get on the horn with Indy, See if you can get Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's in his prime at least. He's a game-breaking, game-changing type back. And I think Jonathan Taylor with Ramondre Stevenson would be uh, ideal, we'll call it. But I'm not, you know, (laughs) am I going to hold my breath that they're going to trade for Jonathan Taylor? No, because it, it would take some assets to get him, even though he's disgruntled. Not only that, but you have the owner of the Colts, Jim Irsay, literally dug in his heels, being like, he ain't going anywhere no matter how upset he is. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, Jim Irsay is a moron. And just like he put his foot in his mouth in this situation for the right price, Jonathan Taylor, I bet you could be let go. But here's the deal. Uh, It would take a team willing to give up the goods. And I'm just not so sure the Patriots are that team. So let's just, for the sake of this combo, say regardless of who it is at the running back position with Ramondre or not, it does tell me that we're going to get offensively what I wanted to get last season from this team. I thought last season they asked too much from Mac Jones. They should have ran the ball more than they did. I do believe with the signaling we're getting now with these veteran running backs who are available and the Patriots are showing interest, We're going to run the ball. I mean, Bill O'Brien has a pulse. He has an idea, you know, how to call offensive plays. He's done it before, had some success. I just think they're going to ask less of Mac Jones and run the ball more, which is great. And assuming the defense is as good as advertised, and we all expect it to be, we'll cut down on the mistakes from last season, especially at the end of games. How many games did you lose last season at the very end from mistakes? I think by running the ball, asking Mac, hey, man, just manage. Don't throw picks. Don't fumble it. Don't give it away. 
manage the games, get us in the right formations, hand the ball off, make a handful of plays when we need you to throughout the game. That is the formula that I believe the Patriots use this season, and they should have used last season, and at times they did, but it wasn't consistent enough because you didn't have a real offensive coordinator, did you? Honestly, best-case scenario for all this, and we know the schedule, Philly, Miami, you go and play Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. You go to Jerry's World and you play the Cowboys. Saints at home. You go to Vegas. Buffalo, Miami. That game's in South Beach. Washington. Uh, Indy overseas. Then you get to the bye week. I mean, just until you get to the bye week, just those teams that I read off is a gauntlet. You come out of the bye. New York on the road. Chargers at home. You go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes on Monday night. You get a couple weeks uh, that's tough on the road. You go to Denver. We're assuming they'll be better. That's a Sunday nighter. That's the uh, Christmas game, Christmas Eve. Then you're uh, at Buffalo on New Year's Eve. Then you finish the season against the Jets. I, I mean, listen, no gimmies, is it, on that schedule? I can see, best-case scenario, a 9-8 and eight football team. That's best-case by the way, one-game improvement. One-game improvement. And by the way, in the AFC, 9-8 and eight may get you in, but it may not. It may not. I mean, listen, the Steelers went 9-8 and eight last season. They didn't get in. And we remember Patriots were in the playoff race all the way up until the end of the year. No one ever really felt like that was a playoff team. We watched them every Sunday. You didn't get that feeling. But the formula I just mentioned is why. I mean, they when they ran the ball and they played solid defense, they won a lot of the games. They really had no business winning. And then they lost games that they should have won because of stupid mistakes. Clean that up. I think it's Groundhog's Day. You're going to be in it again until the last week of the season. We're all going to be hanging on by a thread. Will they make it? Will they not? And you know what? I think they have a winning record. Nine and eight, and they still could miss out on the playoffs because of the conference, which we'll get to. But the worst case scenario for this team, in my opinion, isn't that far down. I have seven and ten. Again, you go up and down the schedule. I, I mean, I just gave it to you. You could get to ten losses easy. Easy. Now, you're going to get there by which many of you I know believe because – Mac Jones looks more like he did last season as opposed to his rookie year. I happen to think, and I always think, the truth is somewhere in between. I look at Mac and I say, I don't think he's going to be uh, as proficient, we'll call it, as his rookie season. But I also don't think he'll be as bad as last season. I think the truth is in between, and that's okay. We've seen enough from Mac at this point. I can't speak for all of us, but I'll speak for myself. He's not great. He's not going to be great. He He's a solid starting quarterback in this league, and that's fine. You'll win a lot of regular season games with Mac Jones. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with him. You're just not. Now, you can figure out what you're going to do in the future later, but for this season, he's your quarterback. And I do think you can win a lot of games with him. But 
let's say Bill O'Brien feels differently. Let's let's say Bill O'Brien thinks, hey, I have a guy who is elite. He just hasn't, you know, he hasn't had me yet to work with him. Okay, well, let's see. Because if that's the case, I think you're going 7-10. and 10. I really do. Worst case. Now, 7-10, and 10, we know damn well, is not going to get you in the playoffs in the AFC. And the 7-10 and 10 is really just based off of, I think, Mac not being not doing what I think he's going to do, not being solid, not being a game manager. If Mac takes another step back, you can find 10 losses on this schedule, no problem. 617-779-7937. I'm giving out the number because now I ask you, football season's finally here. So let me hear your Patriots predictions. What do you believe this team will finish as far as record goes this season? Best case in my book, 9 and 8, worst case, 7 and 10. So, hey, official prediction. <laughs> I just said truth is somewhere in between. How about Groundhog's Day? I'm going to timestamp this just so you know. And if they do better or if they do worse, I'm going to come back to it. I'm going 8-9. and nine. I, I mean, it's Groundhog's Day. I think this is the same team. You can't not make a splash in the offseason. Yeah, it does look like the right? same team. It's the same team. With, with just like a few minor additions. A few minor additions and Bill O'Brien, which is a huge addition. That's your one game. That's your one game. See, you see my vision, my friend. I'm putting the pieces together and the puzzle looks clear. I like that. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on social media. I'm on Instagram and X or Twitter or whatever it's called. Uh, Let's go to Steve before we hit what's trending. Uh, Steve on line one, give me your Patriots prediction, my friend. Not Steve. Steve in Fall River. I called this radio station in 2006 when they were still talking about a dynasty. I said, that dynasty ended. That was 2001 to 2003, close quotes, Mm. I said to them at the time. I said, it's like a jet. You see it go by, then you hear it. I said, it's already happened. We went 10 years without winning the Super Bowl. Mm. This team, Las Vegas, has them at seven and a half games. They're trading five to... Eight, eight's their ceiling. Mm. Can you see them at the bye? Two wins at the bye? You just Ooh. gave me that schedule. Ooh. You, see, the best thing about Bill O'Brien is he he replaced who did he replace in 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 uh, in Penn State? Tell me who he replaced at Penn State. Well, listen, I mean Penn State is a big difference from the league. I who think did he replace a, at Penn State? I think he's he going to be. A, go ahead. He, He's he's gonna be interim coach O'Brien in my that's my <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's far fetched that Bill Belichick you can't survive a, 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 a you can't be three and whatever in the beginning of November right I don't care what Max Jones does interim coach O'Brien I'm gonna tell you one other thing this guy down in Tennessee yep. the starting quarterback he's gonna be out and he is gonna take snaps for this team in the near future when you're worrying about who the next quarterback is, that guy down there, Ryan Tannehill, will take snaps for your New England Patriots. This is the zone we're in. Here's the real question you got to ask. Why are we 31st in spending? And why is anybody talking about training camp and not just talking about that? Why are we getting off the track? 
why is this team 31 when they're one of the most profitable franchise in all sports? Mm. Yes, there's a direct correlation to spending money and having talent. I don't think you believe you're nine and eight, by the way. And I know you've got to make a living in this medium, but I know you don't believe the nine and eight. Well, sure, I believe it, Steve. I have that much respect. No, you don't. Thank you. I appreciate your call. Listen, just because you have them at two wins at the bye, I I mean, at this point, what does he have them? Four and 13? Five and 12? I mean, just because you think they're going to stink doesn't mean I do. And uh, listen, my worst case was seven and ten. I think at worst this team can win seven games, and it's because of the formula. It's because of defense. It's because of running the ball. And you said it yourself. It doesn't matter what Mac does. Okay, well I think it does. But if it doesn't, you're still going to win games with the running game and with defense. What you can't do in 2023 is win a Super Bowl or go on a meaningful playoff run with that formula. You need a quarterback that can make things happen. Now, I believe this kid can make some things happen, but I don't think he's good enough to carry you for a season. But you know what? I don't think he's bad enough. What do you say, two wins at the bye? I mean, come on, man. What's that, 4-13, and 5-12? and 12? It's got to be. If you have him two wins at the bye week going into November, I mean, that's a four-win, five-win football team. What do you think? You heard Steve's opinion. 617-779-7937. Patriots predictions. You can also message me at Travis Thomas Experience on social media. When we come back, we'll talk more AFC East, more AFC, more NFC, more football, baby. Now it's time for What's Trending. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Red Sox had their five-game winning streak snapped last night with a 3-2 walk-off loss to the San Francisco Giants. The series is now tied at a game apiece. Series finale will take place this afternoon. Will Fleming and Lou Maloney have the call from the Bay Area at 4.05 on the Shaw's and Star Market. WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art afresh. Brennan Bernardino will be the opener for the Sox taking on Scott Alexander for San Francisco. Joe Weil will get everything started with the Mass Mutual pregame show at 3.05. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. Staying in the MLB just days before the trade deadline, the Mets are sending their ace Max Scherzer to the Texas Rangers. 39-year-old starter waived his no-trade clause to make the deal official last night. Also in MLB trade deadline news, the Cubs have said Cody Bellinger is off the market. They will not trade him before the deadline. The Patriots are back in the practice field today, continuing training camp following a day off yesterday. Off the field, they hosted free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott for a visit. It was the former Cowboys' first visit since hitting the open market. Also, former Patriots Super Bowl champion running back Sony Michelle informed Rams coach Sean McVay that he is retiring after five seasons in the league. And in other running back news, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor formally requested a trade from Indianapolis, but Colts owner Jim Ursay says that a trade will not happen. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WBEI and WBEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You had Zeke Elliott in for a visit yesterday. I know you've been very complimentary of him in the past. Can you shed any light on that report? Yeah. Uh, again, I'll pass on all the guys that aren't on our team. Uh, you got to love Bill being Bill, huh? <laughs> I was just hanging on every word. Come on, give me something on Zeke. Uh, just going to pass. Talking about guys that aren't on the roster. That's his, okay, go-to, that's his go-to line. I'm not talking about players who aren't on the team. <laughs> oh, man. Travis Thomas experience on social media. Taking your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Taking Patriots predictions, I started the show by saying, listen, <laughs> my best case scenario for the Patriots this season really isn't that different from my worst case scenario. So best case, I think you have a 9-8 and eight football team, and that means everything goes right. We, under- we understand health, right? Everyone stays healthy. You got to start there. Mac Jones takes... You know, a little little step forward. I don't think he's some great quarterback. I don't think there's anyone out there that believes that. But I also understand he didn't have an offensive coordinator last season, and I'm not going to just gloss over that. That is a big deal. Now he has one. There's a grown-up in the room in Bill O'Brien. He knows what he's doing. He's proven. He's had some success there. So, you know, I look at the truth being in between. Max rookie season and last season – so I think he'll be slightly better than he was last season, but not great either. Now, if you're healthy, I believe in Ramondre Stevenson. So I believe he can and will be your bell cow running back. You want to go out and get Zeke or Leonard Fournette or some veteran running back? I don't have a problem with that. He can help you out around the red zone. He can help you out on third and short. No issues there. You missed out on DeAndre Hopkins. You don't have any real weapons, any game breakers on the outside. You have good tight ends. You have okay receivers. Yeah, You have an okay offensive line, and you have a potentially elite defense. So I believe this team, again, best-case scenario, 9-8. and eight. That may not be good enough to get you in in the AFC because it's loaded. Worst case, not that much of a drop-off. Couple games, 7-10. and 10. Now, obviously, that's a drastic change in terms of the postseason. You will not make the postseason in the AFC at 7-10. and 10. And, you know, I guess at that point, we just start having the conversation, you know, how much longer are we going to do this with, with Belichick if you finish 7-10? and 10? But even if you finish at 7-10, and you're going to be competitive. You're going to be in it all the way until December. And I think we both agree the only reason Belichick's still here is to get Don Shula's record. And as of right now, it's 19. So if you're saying that 
they go seven, that puts it at 12. Right. And do you really expect the 2024 Patriots to get 12 wins on no. the year? No. No. Not with this game plan that they're currently using. You know, it's just, you just can't do it. It's outdated. It's not going to work. Now, at 7-10, and 10, you know, again, you go through this schedule, you can find 10 losses, no problemo. I mean, we had a caller when we started that gave them, I believe, two wins at the bye, the bye week. They have a late bye week. It's mid-November. I don't see that. But at 7-10, and 10, again, I think you're in all these games. Uh, you're going to pull some upsets. But 7-10 and is a losing record, and you're just not going to make the playoffs and then now you're having a much bigger conversation, which many of you are already having. So my best case, 9-8, and eight, worst case, 7-10, and 10, my official prediction, I'm going smack dab in the middle. And I said to start the show, this feels like Groundhog's Day this season. They, The Patriots didn't really improve much outside of adding Bill O'Brien, which is a big deal. So maybe that's a game for you. But I'm going to go 8-9 and nine again. Which is the exact same record they had last year, but we only said the one-game improvement because of Bill O'Brien. Exactly. Now, as you look at the AFC East, because this plays into the record as well, I mean, obviously, (laughs) the AFC East is an arms race that everyone's involved in except the Patriots. The Dolphins are not messing around. They're still trying to add to that team. There's still the Dalvin Cook rumors, although it looks like He'll be a Jet, maybe before the end of this show. Uh, But I'll start with the Bills because last season, that was a 13-win football team. Uh, They still did not get it done in the playoffs. It feels like the championship window is closing for that team. And I got to tell you something, too. It feels like it's closing rapidly. And it's more internal issues for that team. You don't know what's going on with Stefan Diggs. He's kind of out on an island always on his own. Diva wide receiver, sort of a throwback to that era. You don't know You don't know what's going on in that brain of his. And then he's on the sidelines throwing tantrums because he's not getting the ball. Josh Allen appears to be regressing in front of our very eyes. Since Brian Dable left, the kid has not looked the same. And we just talked about the importance of having an offensive coordinator around here, right? So you look at Josh Allen, again, they won 13 games last season. His numbers are there, but they're not as good, and he doesn't look as good as he did when Brian Dable was his offensive coordinator. So if you have a regressing quarterback, still no dependable run game to speak of. I mean, Josh Allen is the run game. Uh, that's a team that should have been kicking the tires on Dalvin Cook. I mean, you take Dalvin Cook, put him with his brother James, all of a sudden you got a pretty interesting one-two punch with those two brothers. Didn't happen. So there's still no dependable run game. I would call that a stagnant offense outside of Allen and Diggs, of course, because they haven't really established a number two wide receiver either. Right? So I would look at that, and I think McDermott's seat, I'm not going to call it hot because you can't, you know, continuously be in the playoffs like he has, continuously win the division like he has and say he's on the hot seat. But I can tell you this. I think McDermott's seat is preheating (laughs) because that championship window for the Bills is closing rapidly. 
let's just for the sake of this conversation, which is what I believe, they don't win 13 games. I do believe the Bills take a step back. Are they still a playoff team? Yeah. Can they still win the division? Yeah. Would I be shocked if they don't win the division? No, I won't. No, I won't. More on that in a second. But I do believe they're a wild card team at worst. But that's regression. So you start preheating that seat for McDermott because you could bring in a, I know he's with the Broncos, but I'm thinking of a Sean Payton type coach who's been out there, maybe on the market, maybe took a year off, maybe not, gets fired from a team, and you're like, oh, that guy's available? Boom, you go get a high-profile coach for the Bills. Maybe that championship window is still open. But I'm I'm taking a step back on the Bills this season. How about the Dolphins? I was wrong about Tua, and I was wrong about Mike McDaniel as well. I didn't think either one of them would work out. I thought Tua, forget the concussions for a second. I just didn't think he could play in the league. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought he was too small. I didn't think he was durable enough. I didn't think his arm was strong enough. I knew all the intangibles coming in. I watched him in Alabama just like you. He's smart. He could process. He is a winner. Uh, He can move around. But I just didn't think it would work. And, you know, everything I had seen from him before McDaniel got there, I felt validated. I felt like, yeah, it's just it's not going to work with him. Then Mike McDaniel comes in. And I say, yeah, okay, he's he's an offensive genius. I'll give you that. He's an offensive guru. But can he lead? Can he be the head coach? I'll never forget, I saw on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called, someone someone uh, said Mike McDaniel looks like the guy whose parents left for the weekend, and he's just running the Dolphins till they get back. And now I can't unsee it. I can't unsee it because that's exactly what he looks like. And I think part of the reason I was hating on him is because of that. He just doesn't really look the part to me. He's kind of dorky. And sure enough, I was wrong on both. He could coach his arse off and Tua can play. They just have to keep Tua upright. Now, some of that, you know, I think schematically you can protect Tua a little bit more. Get the ball out quicker. You know, a lot of times they have the right receivers to do it. They have the right receivers. You got the fastest guy in Tyreek Hill, and you got Jalen Wall, who's not half bad either. And a lot of times when Tua gets hurt, it's because he's hanging on the ball. He's trying to make something happen. He gets caught and slammed to the ground, and his head bounces like a basketball. Okay, can we not have that happen to him anymore? Because if it does, he may be out of football. So I think schematically, McDaniels and the crew will figure it out and get the ball out of his hands. I believe in the Dolphins. I really do. I was late to the party. I didn't think that'd be a playoff team last year, and uh, they were. And they damn near won a playoff game. They damn near beat the Bills. So I'm going to go. I I think the Dolphins are going to take a next step and could very well win this division. Now, here's where I'm going to eat crow. I was completely wrong about the New York Jets. I'm starting to come around now. I'm starting to I'm starting to completely waffle on my original take. It only took Aaron Rodgers no, to make didn't. that happen. No, it didn't. I did not believe when they made the move for Rodgers, I thought it was a mistake, and I'll tell you why. Remember when they brought Rodgers in, or when they were, let's say, courting Rodgers. Everyone said, well, the Jets, they have a young, dominant defense, a 
a, a young, fiery head coach, great running game with Brees Hall. They have weapons on the outside, Garrett Wilson and others. And I said, well, wait a second. So do the Packers, where he currently is. They have young wide receivers on the outside. They have a, a, a really good running game. You know, Aaron Jones, maybe. Anyone heard of him? Okay, good. Uh, fiery young head coach, Matt Matt LaFleur is there. What am I missing? So my entire argument was, Aaron, what's your problem, bro? Put down the shrooms and be happy where you are because you can win in Green Bay. And, oh, by the way, the NFC is much more, let's call it, easy than the AFC. It's weaker. Uh, right? I mean, so at the time, I didn't think it was a great fit because I thought Green Bay was a better fit. Just kiss, make up, give them some more money because we know that's what it's all about always, and figure it out. So the Jets move happens, and I'm just not buying it. I'm just not buying them. I'm just like, listen, it's not going to work. We're not acknowledging that Aaron Rodgers looks older. Like, last season, there were moments he looked the part. He looked older. He didn't look washed, but he didn't look prime Aaron Rodgers, which is fine. Father time's undefeated. So now he comes to the Jets. There's all this hype. Then the hard knock stuff came out, and... I'm just like, oh, this is disaster waiting to happen. I can't wait to watch this. All the hype, the hard knocks. I can't wait. Yeah, that's right, Aaron. And then, you know, by the way, in Green Bay, the media is eating out of the palm of your hand, bruh. In New York, they will chew you up and spit you out. Put that in your ayahuasca and smoke it. That's what ayahuasca did for me. (laughs) So I'm just hating on Aaron. I'm hating on the Jets. And then I got to tell you. You know what changed it? Rodgers, I guess, sobered up. Maybe the shrooms wore off. I don't know. He sits down at the table, and he says, listen, I'm making too much damn money. I need another ring. I mean, Brady's already left me in the dust. Mahomes, Mahomes is getting away from me, too, at this point. I mean, I, 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 need, I need another ring here. Take some of this money back and go get Dalvin Cook. And I said, oh, well, that's a change. When I came out of the darkness, <laughs> something changed. <laughs> so now, again, I mean, I'm I'm following this as we speak on X, Twitter. I don't know. It feels weird calling it X. It feels like I'm going to get called into HR or something. So I'm following this now, and it's literally saying Dalvin Cook is at the uh, Jets headquarters today. Okay. Sunday fun day style. So I'm thinking they're going to get Dalvin. Now, it's not so much just that Dalvin Cook, that I'm a fan, because I am. I think he's a fantastic back. I think the Vikings were stupid, though, to get rid of him. I understand money and running backs not getting paid. I get it. But if you're productive, and I understand, you know, running backs at 30, they're not blah, blah, blah. Are you productive? Are you healthy? Are you available? Yes, 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 yes. Give them the money. Okay. But regardless of all that, even though I am a fan of Dalvin Cook, it's more about the messaging that is convincing me this will work for the Jets. Here's what I mean. Rodgers decides I'm going to give some of this money back to go help this team be better. That's a big win. You bring in Dalvin, who 
really right now is the best available in the market. Okay, I understand the Jonathan Taylor drama, but Dalvin is available. You just you write the check and you bring him in. That's it. Okay, here's the messaging that says we are going to stay who we are. The Jets run the ball, play great defense, and Rodgers is an upgrade at the quarterback position, but they're not asking him to be prime Rodgers because that guy ain't walking through that door. I think the Jets got this right now by getting Dalvin Cook and having a two-headed absolute monster at running back. Help. I don't know. I don't know if you could say a monster because Brees Hall is coming off a pretty big injury. Well, that's why I'm calling it a monster because if you bring in Dalvin now. Brees Hall can get back into the swing of things the right way. If you don't bring in Dalvin, that's a hell of a lot of pressure on that kid coming off that injury. And remember too, with injuries, younger players bounce back much faster than you know. Dalvin Cook coming off that injury is not the same Dalvin Cook. Brees Hall coming off that especially not being asked to carry the load, potentially, is a big deal. So I think the Jets come in and they do what they do. Run the ball, play good defense. Aaron, we need you five or six times a game to be special, which we all know he still has that in him. This Jets team is scary. I'm coming around on them. 617-779-7937. Let's talk some football Travis Thomas experience on social media as well. So I would, my official predictions, because I know you're clipping all this off and you will use it against me. I'm I'm going to go Dolphins to win the division. I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going Dolphins to win the division. I'll go Bills and Jets as potential wildcard teams. And then I have the Patriots bringing up the rear. And I I would not be shocked at all if the Jets end up having a better season than the Bills. And I can't believe literally a week ago I was saying I think the Jets, is th- this whole thing is going to be a failure because I thought they were just bringing in Rodgers, you know, hoping for a savior. And I just don't think he has that left in his tank. But this Dalvin Cook stuff's telling me, no, no, we're going to do what we do. We're going to stick with our identity run the ball, play good defense, and now we have a guy that can carry it. That's what the Patriots are missing because that's the same formula for the Patriots. That's what they want to do. They want to run the ball, play defense, be in tight games, have a chance to win it late. But you got to have the right trigger man to get those wins late in games. The Patriots do not have the right trigger man. The Jets, in that scenario, absolutely do. So there you go. Hey, now that it's football season, I need those Patriots predictions. Let me hear them. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media as well. Coming up next, your calls, of course, and I'll break down the rest of the AFC with a little NFL Films music under me, baby. Football's back. Plus, hey, at 2 p.m., we got to switch gears. We got to get you ready for the Red Sox game, right? So we'll do that too. Travis Thomas on WEEI. We're just having fun here. Travis Thomas on WEEI taking your football phone calls. 617-779-7937. I need those Patriots predictions. I said to start the show, hey, listen, once training camp's on, 
football season starts in my book. So give me those predictions. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media as well. Give me a follow there. Uh, so, you know, I spent the pretty much this first hour of the show giving my Patriots predictions, but I also looked at the AFC East as well. Uh, you know, for the Patriots, best case, I said, I could see this team going 9-8, and eight, and that's with everything working right. Everyone's healthy. Uh, they do get and sign one of these veteran running backs, whether it's Zeke or Leonard Fournette or whoever. It's clear to me that they're trying to bring one of them in, and it's also clear to me why, you know, and, I, and I'm okay with it. They want to run the football at a high clip. Good. Because then you're asking less of Mac Jones, who none of us really believe in long term. Most of us think he's serviceable, and then some of us think he absolutely stinks. <laughs> but no, I have not heard anybody say this is QB1 franchise cornerstone built around him. He'll be here for a decade. I haven't found one person that feels that way. If you do, 617-779-7937. But I think most of us feel as though he's capable. He is capable of a 9-8 and eight season this season. But Bill O'Brien's going to have to help him get there. Got a 617 texter says 12-5. and Oh, I would love uh, for you to call in and explain that to me, please, because I don't see it. Worst case for me is 7-10 and 10 with this team. And I think that's probably a realistic floor. I do not. We had a caller in the first hour uh, earlier that called and said, you know, they'll have two wins by the bye week in November. I'm not feeling that one. Uh, But I do think, you know, with an elite defense, a strong run game, and Mac managing the game, nothing wrong with that, by the way. Game managers in this league get such a bad rap. I think it's completely fine. As long as you're realistic, game managing quarterbacks in 2023 don't win Super Bowls. Okay. Game managing quarterbacks in 2023 can win you a ton of regular season games, though. But I think worst case is seven and 10. So my official will be in between. I'm going eight and nine. Um, You know, I, I actually think the Dolphins take the next step. I believe in them. They made me believers. They've got to keep Tua upright. I believe they will. So I have the Dolphins winning the division. Then I have Jets, Bills in either order. You know, what's interesting is I look at the Dolphins' schedule, by the way, uh, is this team, I think, will have a chance to take the division from the Bills. The last game of the season, they play the Bills. And, it, and by the way, it's at home. It's in Miami. Uh, I think they win that game and win the division. And then you could you could probably talk me into either the Bills or the Jets finishing second in the division. Uh, you know, and by the way, both of those teams, Bills and Jets, I'm talking about, could either or be playoff teams. They both could. I think they'll both be good enough to get wild card spots. Now maybe you know, you'll see how the rest of the AFC plays out. Maybe only one of them gets it, but I think they'll be good enough. And then that'll put the Patriots in the basement. Um, and, and again, at eight and nine, I think that's realistic. And at eight and nine, I just don't think this team's going to make the playoffs because of the AFC. All right. 
Well, with that, I mean, we might as well give the rest of the AFC forecast. I see the calls are coming in. 617-779-7937. Little football music here, huh? Woo! Is this the last day of July? Is that right? Is tomorrow the first? The last day of July? Two more days of July? Oh, man. Football's in the air, baby. Training camp. All right. Let's go to the AFC Norris. Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Now, last season, uh, I was tripping. I thought Deshaun Watson coming back. Here come the Browns. They're going to make a playoff push, and I couldn't have been more wrong. I could not have been more wrong. I mean, Deshaun Watson was an absolute mess. Wait, I think we have a commercial in our NFL Films music. (laughs) I heard Nick Fury. I said, wait a minute. This is a football. There it is. Oh, there it is. All right, let me start over. AFC Norris. <laughs> I I uh, inexplicably thought the Browns were going to make the playoffs last season when Deshaun came back, and he looked washed. He looked like a mess. So I cannot, in my right mind, pick them to do anything this season. Now, if I'm wrong, he has a full offseason, full camp, all the preseason games and he looks better, I reserve my right to change this vote. But as of now, I have the Browns in the basement again this season. I am actually bullish on the Steelers. Mike Tomlin never has a losing record. I don't think it happens again this season. I think the Steelers could be the shock in that division and win that division. How about that? Bengals, Joe Burrow, I'm going to always put them at the minimum in a wild card. I know he got hurt. It's training camp. It's not catastrophic. He'll be fine. I think Burrow gets that team into the playoffs, whether they win the division or a wild card. And I think the Ravens could be set up here for a little bit of disappointment. I actually like the Steelers more than I do the Ravens. I see a world in which Lamar Jackson continues to take a step and get better, but I think the team around him could underachieve. Why are they treating Odell Beckham like Jerry Rice? Please, I'm not buying it. In the South, Jaguars, Titans, Colts, and Texans. Let's not even waste time with the Colts and Texans. Rookie quarterbacks, rebuilding. Now you got the Jonathan Taylor nightmare scenario. This is a Jaguars-Titans division just like it always is. And the difference is, just like it always is, Ryan Tannehill will get hurt just like he always does. Give me the Jags to win the division, but not as easy as everyone thinks. They'll be the only playoff team out of that division. And then in the West, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. I do believe in Sean Payton. I do believe he will fix Russell Wilson. I do believe they'll have a chance at a wild card. So I'll, I'm bullish on the Broncos. I think they'll have a shot at the playoffs. I don't know if they'll make it or not. Because the AFC East and the AFC North is so good, we'll see. But I do think the Broncos will be a major player. The Raiders are in a rebuild, aren't they always? I don't think it's working for McDaniels. I don't think he's long for that job either. I think Garoppolo and McDaniels will win some games until Garoppolo gets hurt, which he always does. Raiders finish in the basement. Chargers take the next step. I think they pushed the Chiefs. They may win this division. Here's the problem. 
they'll lose in the playoffs because their head coach stinks. That's why. Yeah, they'll be up 45 nothing instead of 30 nothing. Just like always. So, per usual, the Chiefs will be the class of the AFC and go on a deep playoff run. And at this point, I'm done betting against Patrick Mahomes. So, there you go. <laughs> Phone lines are lit up like a Christmas tree. 617-779-7937. Give me your Patriots predictions. Give me your football predictions. I mean, training camp is over. It's open, baby. Do you even like football? Get in here. Travis Thomas experience on social media. When I come back, I'm taking your calls. Bob, Steve, and more. And I'll break down the NFC before we get you ready for Red Sox baseball. We got all the business, baby. Travis Thomas, W-E-E-I. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.